Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about swimming. Now, during these summer months, we often find opportunities to get to the pool, beach, lake, or even a water park to cool off. And I've always enjoyed swimming, even though I wasn't always the best swimmer around. I have enjoyed getting in the water to float around or get some exercise. You know, I love to watch the swimmers compete in the Olympics, and it was amazing, of course, to see Michael Phelps and his great wins he had with those medals throughout the years of his career. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk more about swimming for leisure today than that uh, competitive swimming. You know, my dad never fully learned to swim, he will tell you, as he uh, even took a swim class in college, and the instructor told him just to jump in the pool and start swimming. (laughs) And he said, if I do that, someone's going to have to jump in and save me. And they told him he'd be fine. But when he jumped in, he sank like a rock. (laughs) And someone had to jump in to save him. Uh, He warned him, I guess. But, you know, as a kid, I took swimming lessons at a local pool, and I can remember how chilly it was each morning of my lessons, and that the uh, uh, pool, you know, there even in the summer was a little bit cool, a little chilly. And, uh, you know, it was uh, so uncomfortable, I would actually cry there as a kid in the car on my way to the lessons. But my mom would try to distract me from what was uh, coming by having me sing along with her the Noah's Ark song. Did you you ever hear that one? It says, uh, Noah, he built him, he built him an arky, arky. And it kind of goes through all the different animals that he uh, had come on the ark with him. (laughs) And I always tease that I was kind of half crying, half singing. And I'd say, Noah, he built him, he built him an arky, arky. And I kind of sound a little like I was crying (laughs) because I probably was. You know, it seemed to work, though, enough to get me there. And I actually learned to swim. And, you know, during that time in my life, I also went with our church youth group one time to Dogwood Valley Lake and Campground, and they actually had a rope swing that you could swing out over the water and then drop in. Of course, one time I didn't go out far enough and kind of hit my foot there against the wall, but... uh, you know, you live and learn, but uh, they would drop in, and and so I did that, and would swim to a dock out in the middle of the lake, and just as a little guy, it was uh, something where I had to actually drop in, and then I would doggy paddle my way out to that dock, and every now and then, I'd need to stop and take a break, and I'd turn onto my back and float a minute, rest, and then I'd turn back around and keep doggy paddling until I got all the way out to that that little dock. You know, a little bit later in life as a preteen, our family went to Hawaii and uh, we went to Oahu, their Honolulu area. And, uh, you know, I always enjoyed swimming at Waikiki Beach there. And uh, they would have waves coming in and crashing down and and you could feel the sand under your feet there in the water. It was awesome. But uh, that beach also had these giant rock blocks there that would uh, help go along. They were about maybe four feet by eight feet in size and about five or six feet tall they were big and uh, they lined all the way along there parallel to the beach just a short ways out into the water and they were placed there we heard because that uh, kept the water from kind of beating into the shore you know the big waves they can get pretty big there in hawaii and so that kept those tamed down a little bit before they would come into where the people were swimming And, uh, of course, the water would run into those blocks as the waves started to swell. And then that would allow uh, room uh, 
there are enough room actually for smaller waves to form there on into the beach. But I saw many gather on the side opposite of the beach of those stones to wait and allow that swelling water to literally lift them up and onto the stone blocks. It was awesome. It looked really cool. So I wanted to try that. And so sure enough, I went out there and uh, it was difficult to find the correct timing each time, but I did have some success every so often and there it would lift me right up onto it, onto those blocks. But the only thing was, the bad thing, was that the stones would actually sometimes scrape your stomach <laughs> and your chest as it was lifting you up onto the blocks. So I'd get these little scrapes on my chest. But uh, that wasn't the worst though for me. I actually learned the hard way that when the tide would go back out, that water would start moving back out towards the ocean. And it would even create a bit of an undertow in the process. And so one time I forgot that that was going to happen. And the water sucked me down a little bit and ran me along those blocks, that block wall. And uh, I eventually was able to get my hand out and I grabbed a crack in one of the block uh, portions there of the wall. And uh, it was... Uh, uh, something where I was able to hold on to myself and, and not allow myself to get uh, pulled underneath. You know, it was uh, something where, uh, you know, it, I could have been haunted by a bad situation there if it sucked me all the way under. But I was able to, to grab on and get out of that situation. But uh, uh, some of the things we get ourselves into, right? <laughs> you know, after college, when I moved to Nashville, I had my own one-bedroom apartment near Opryland. And as I've mentioned before, I, uh, you know, loved having uh, just kind of a, my own space there. And right outside of that apartment was a small private pool. And it was literally just outside of my apartment door. And there was a bigger pool up by the clubhouse. Most went up to that one. But uh, people rarely came back to where I was back there. And I really enjoyed that because each night after work, through the summer there and most spring and fall in, in Nashville it was warm enough I would come home and go out there you know the pool was all lit up there at night and be able to kind of float around in there a little bit and cool off it was just so relaxing and that's something that our family enjoys nowadays as well we have a, a small 14 foot pool above ground pool that's just deep enough to kind of get up to kind of your midsection there and cool you off but you can swim around and even get on a small float raft if you if you have the time and we love to do that you know we love to get out there often throughout the summer and put on some music and just enjoy a little staycation right in our own backyard you know my more adventurous side always likes to go to water parks when we can and i know there are some good ones out there uh, a lot around ohio even here where we live in fact, uh, the one that's closest to our house is called Zumbezi Bay over there by the zoo, the Columbus Zoo. And it has several big slides, a lazy river, a wave pool, and a lot more there. But one of the slides is several stories tall and drops you down at a super fast rate of speed. So I, I was going to look up the height and the speed and all that, but I, I couldn't find it out there online. I'm sure it's there somewhere. But uh, it would really zip you down that slide, and it usually requires some sort of swimsuit adjusting afterwards <laughs> as it takes you down so fast. And another sends you down a tube, another one of the slides, and eventually dumps you into a bowl or like a funnel type thing. And you're swirling around in there and then all of a sudden you drop down through a hole and come on down into a pool. And uh, it's just so fun to do those things. But if all that sounds a little too taxing, you can also grab on to an inner tube and float around the lazy river a little bit. 
where uh, slow currents carry you along and sometimes you go under a, a nice soft waterfall or two but nothing uh, uh, you know too stressful just it's it's relaxing nonetheless you know we have to be careful of all those times when we find ourselves in a situation where unexpected swimming may find us <laughs> you know one time in fact when our daughter faith was little we were visiting visiting some family at a pool i'm sorry at a hotel and it was next to a pool and that's why I mentioned the pool. It was right there. And we were walking by the pool when all of a sudden I, I looked over and Faith fell straight to the bottom of that pool. And I was fully clothed, but immediately jumped in to grab her and pull her out. And she was fine and didn't seem too phased. In fact, even loves to swim today. But uh, that was definitely a shock when it happened. And it reminded me a lot of a, the story in the Bible where uh, an unexpected swim like that took place. And we read that, of course, in Matthew 14, which is the story of Jesus walking on the water and Peter seeing him and quickly reacting by choosing to climb out of a, a good boat, <laughs> a working boat, to walk to him on the water. And uh, let's pick it up there on verse uh, 28. Um, we're going to read 28 through 33. And that says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. And I love that scripture. We even have a song talking about that called, I Want to Believe. And it talks about that exact story there where uh, Peter says, I want to believe when I'm going under. <laughs> and that's us many times, right? We might feel compelled to get on the water sometime when our faith level is on full blast. But sometimes that faith level can dwindle. And we find ourselves swimming in the sea when we didn't plan on it. You know, it is fun to swim when we, get to, when we get that opportunity, but spiritually we may desire more to be walking on the water with Jesus, as Peter was wanting to do. And I wonder, are you ready to enjoy a swim this summer? You know, we all can have fun doing that, but spiritually we can also grow as we raise our faith level to be ready to walk on that water with Jesus when he calls, like Peter. And knowing that, of course, is the best way to swim through life's beautiful journey. You know, our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember that you can also send me an email directly to pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's pastordougmeacham at yahoo.com. And make sure to check out our new YouTube channel for some exciting adventures and enhanced versions of our podcast. And we love to travel, and you might find some interesting video there from our adventures. And won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us, and God bless. We make life